Welcome to the Life as an Observer podcast. My name is Ryan Bean. I am your host in self-observation. This podcast is an exploration of physical and non-physical self through discussion around yoga, meditation, self-improvement, self-realization, and practices that elevate the mind-body-soul connection. Let's start observing. Welcome to another Monday mindful moment on life as an observer. Joe Dispenza said that we can knock our brains and bodies out of normal physiology just by thinking about an all too familiar past or trying to control an unpredictable future. Today on the mindful moment, I want to explore this idea that everything is created in the present moment that what's happened has happened and what's going to happen will certainly run its course. I'm drawn to that space in time when you wake up in the morning. And I want you just to kind of follow along with me, maybe kind of play role play here with me. But as you wake up in the morning, many of our routine is to hear the alarm, knock the snooze button, go back to sleep maybe once or twice, Uh, eventually rolling out of bed before it's too late, maybe taking a shower, maybe not, starting the coffee, taking the dog for a walk, putting on your shoes, going to work, talking to the same people you always talk to about pretty much the same topics as you did the day before, finishing the day about the same time, driving home the same route that you always drive, coming home, making dinner, watching a program on TV to forget about the day, and then getting back in bed. Not much has accomplished. You might throw a yoga class in there. You may throw a meditation in there. There may be a few things that we do to work on ourselves, maybe even some exercise. But for the most part, still very much in a pattern or a routine. And our, our minds like routines. They like the idea of not having to work so hard. But shift doesn't happen when we're in that ease or that easy moment, occasionally we need a little bit of discomfort and a shift to make a transformation. So I want to portray something to you in in the same uh, Joe Dispenza book where I read the quote earlier. He talks about how many thoughts a day we have and it's somewhere between 50 and 60,000 thoughts and that only about 10% of those are new and original ideas. The rest of them are replicated and regurgitated from the day before, the day, the month, the week, the year before. And so really nothing has really changed because our mind has grasped onto this pattern, this routine, thus kind of giving us the same results we've always received. So if you're looking for love or abundance or a change or peace or harmony or anything different in your life, you may write it down in your journal or you may do a, uh, you know, a, some sort of activity for manifesting or you may have an affirmation, but nothing has really changed other than maybe saying a few words, you know, maybe doing an activity, but nothing has really changed in the way of breaking up the cycle, moving into a place that's sort of uncomfortable so that change can occur. So... The same example that I gave you earlier about waking up in bed, 
that discomfort for many of you may be not hitting the snooze button. And I talk a lot about this when we go into uh, mindfulness courses. And the first shift that you can do is never to hit snooze button. Utilizing that time, not as a time to rest more, but as a time to create momentum for the day. You see, when you go to bed at night, the brain stops in a, in, a, in a way of momentum. It continues to process and move ideas and actually even move into our, into our astral body and to, to move into some other things that are actually quite beneficial. But the momentum ceases. So if you went to bed in a kind of a grumpy mood, you're going to probably wake up in that same grumpy mood. If you wake up happy or went to bed happy, you're going to wake up happy again. So, but the majority of us, we, we stay awake late in hopes of getting tired. We wake up groggy because we went to bed pushing ourselves to hopefully sleep. And then when you wake up in the morning, we're like, oh, the day is already here. So it's time to start a new momentum. And that new momentum is don't hit the alarm clock, snooze button. Don't look at your phone while you're in bed. You see, your phone is filled with ideas, news, negative vibrations, emails, messages, things that will distract you from momentum. I tested this the other day just to see what it really would feel like if I did pick up my phone in the morning. And I, I don't do that. I, I've kind of given myself hard guidelines never to look at social media, emails, or text messages before 9 a.m. or after 9 p.m. Now, occasionally I break that if I'm awake and I'm doing something, but not to mindlessly scroll them. So I tested this theory that it would consume some of my time. So I decided that I would get in to my phone while laying in bed. I haven't done this in years, but I wanted to try. And I watched myself scrolling through the different social media sites and clearing my email out, which all things that seem handy, trying to remove the notifications, clean up the display, getting rid of all that stuff. And then 20 minutes later, <laughs> I realized that I was really making a mistake, that I had 20 minutes that I normally use for breath work, meditation, and forward momentum in my day had then since left me. So at that point, I felt very much like a, a lack of momentum. And I also felt a little bit behind the day. I felt as though I needed to hurry up and eat and get out the door, just as that first scenario described. The second scenario is to not do those things and create momentum in your life. Thus, making it a little bit uncomfortable. You may not be able to have the amount of sleep that you maybe once forecasted for yourself. You uh, may change your routine a little bit, your pattern. It may be a little uncomfortable. You may forego uh, removing notifications from your screen. But what have you gained? What you've gained is this idea of moving into the 10% of thoughts that are positive out of your 50,000 thoughts in a way to move you forward, not into the unpredictable future, but creating your predictable now, which then would create your future. So by lining up momentum of love, of abundance, of prosperity, of peace, or whatever it is that you're searching for, you begin to line up what your future is going to manifest to you. There's a lot of examples that 
many of our teachers, of modern teachers, even talk about. Joe Dispenza, a great teacher, talks about this. Bob Proctor and Abraham Hicks, a lot of them talking law of attraction principles. But many of these are just good, helpful hints so that you can begin to tap into your highest potential. Your highest potential is just right on the other side of that discomfort. I find that with breath work, I find that with ice baths, that we got to do the work. Some things may just be handed to you, but you've got to do the work first. Now, there's many things that I want to come into my life, and I tend to analyze that a little bit. I, I tend to think about it. Um, through meditation, or I tend to journal about them, about who is the right love for me, who's the right partner for me, who's the right relationship, where is my abundance coming from? Will it come from my own works? Will it come from another source? Do I need to go to more retreats or more, uh, do more yoga or more meditation to find the peace that I seek? And the answer that I always get is step into discomfort. That's always the answer that I get, is that these uncomfortable moments, whether that be a breakup, whether that be an argument, whether that be a time where you're feeling a little bit of scarcity, but you embrace it, saying, this will pass, I've always had enough, I'm doing just fine. Those uncomfortable moments tend to draw you to and lead you to your most abundant and loved moments. You've heard the story, right, where when you're not looking for love, it shows up. Or you weren't looking for a relationship, but when you stopped looking because you were done with it, you were hurt from your last one, and you said, I don't need this, that's when it shows up. When you are feeling kind of uh, maybe a little bit scarcity with, with abundance, a scarcity mindset, you're feeling like you don't have enough, and then for some reason, a raise happens at work, or a new job shows itself, or maybe a check that you weren't expecting shows up in the mail. All are these are things that can happen and will happen as you move into discomfort and shift the mindset. We got to get out of the pattern, friends. We have to get out of the pattern that we're doing things the way we're always doing them. If things are not working for you right now, make a dramatic shift. Now, my dramatic shift was to, to move away to India. It doesn't need to be that. But maybe a move is that dramatic shift. Maybe a relationship change is that shift. Maybe quitting your job is that shift. There's a lot of fear associated with that. There's a lot of uncertainty. But when you trust, and you say it's gonna be okay, that I'm all right. And even at times when you begin to doubt yourself, you come back to the idea, it's gonna be okay. I'm gonna be provided for. And you sit directly in this present moment, your abundance, your love, your peace, your healthiest self begins to show up. It's as though you tapped into that secret alchemy You see, it's not about working harder or getting out there more or being on another app or doing more work. It's about connecting to yourself and how you feel in that present moment. And that starts right 
when you wake up in the morning. You got to get up in the morning with momentum, not with this sense of lack, this sense of I'm moving into yesterday's thoughts, I'm dreading the day, something good will certainly come from it, but I'm dreading this day. Start the day with today is amazing. It doesn't matter if it's a Friday or a Monday. All of the days are amazing because you got an opportunity to breathe, to grow, to show up, to experience. I want to start just a small activity. Closing your eyes here if you'd like to. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. But I want you just to sort of visualize where you are right now in this day. You might be at work, you might be in your car, you might be at your house. But with your eyes closed or with just sensing your surroundings, sense who you are as a person and where you are. That volume of space that you take up in this world. As you sense that volume of space that you take up in your room, your car, your workspace, start to now begin to visualize the amount of space that the room that you're in takes up in this world. This, maybe it's a, a 30 by 30 room or maybe it's a small bedroom. Maybe it's in your bathroom or your car. Maybe it's just an 8 by 10 little space. Whatever that is, begin to visualize what that space is that you take up in this world. Almost as if you were to look at it from an overhead perspective. Now we're going to move beyond that. Maybe you begin to visualize the space that your room takes up. Now move into the, the space that your building takes up. Or if you're in your car, maybe the highway that you're on or the road. How much volume of space does it take up in this world? And now begin to think about maybe the state or the county that you reside in, the parish, the neighborhood, wherever it is that you are. How much space does that consume in this world? And now maybe you begin to explode out from there and think about the country you live in. How much space that takes up in this entire world? Your country. How much space does it take up? And then you begin to move from there. This continent that I live on. How much space does it take up in this world? And knowing that our that our earth is 70% water, that it, that land mass is a small amount, small amount compared to the entire world. And then as we look at our world, how much space does our world, our earth, take up in re, re, uh, relation to our solar system? Very small. And to our galaxy and we begin to move into our universe and that small amount that small amount remember when you were thinking about how much space you take up in your room compared to how much our earth takes up in this entire universe i'm reminded of a a picture i once saw and it was of the a picture that the hubble t telescope took looking back at earth 
and I'm paraphrasing this now, but it was basically showing the earth as a speck of dust in a light ray. And that powerful image has still stuck with me today because the caption from that and the quote that came from that was that every person that we've ever known, every war that's ever been um, happened on, on the planet, every leader, every dictator, every famine, every drought, every hurricane, every disaster and every romance, every love, every building up, every build, tearing down, everything that we've ever known in our mental universe has happened on that speck of dust. What a powerful statement. See, when we put these blinders on to our own scenario, to where we are dreading our day, our work, our, our relationship, or the lack thereof, remember that there is so much out there to be explored. I don't mean physically explored, but mentally and spiritually explored. Your love is endless and limitless. Your abundance is endless and limitless. Your potential, endless, limitless. You have to go beyond the speck of dust. You have to go beyond the patterns of your past. And you have to go beyond the reaches of your unpredictable future. Those are created in this now moment with momentum. My challenge to you, friends, is that you start moving into discomfort so that transformation can occur. Begin to make changes starting with how you wake up in the morning with how you interact with your electronics, how you interact with your relationships, and how you treat others, you will begin to find that the most abundant self, the most loved self, the most peaceful self, and the most potential lies right at the edge of your discomfort. Thank you for joining. Monday Mindful Moment on Life as an Observer. See you later this week, friends.